0: Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Typically, at the end of Paul's letters, he begins to close with general instruction and remarks. Once again, he does this in this letter to Timothy. Today on Drawing Near, Paul gives Timothy some personal counsel designed to help him continue to minister and shares with him regarding visible and invisible sin. I invite you to take your Bible and turn to 1 Timothy chapter 5 and join me for You Can't See Everything. As we prepare for today's study, I encourage you to join me in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this day the privilege that we have to be up and about and to take time to study your word. We thank you for the freedom that allows us to study your word, but also for the spirit that works in us to guide us toward your word and in studying your word. Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Help us, Father, to hide your word in our hearts that we would not sin against you. Guide us into all truth. Knowing the truth will set us free. Help us to experience the freedom that is in Christ Jesus. It's in His name that we pray. Amen. As we begin in 1 Timothy chapter 5 today, we begin by looking at verse 23. Paul tells Timothy, No longer drink water exclusively, but use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. Many commentators, Upon studying about Timothy in the book of Acts, and then seeing what Paul says to Timothy in 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, have come to the conclusion that Timothy was somewhat timid, that he had some problems. Now, his problems weren't glaring, but Paul, over and over again, encourages Timothy to be more bold, more direct, to assert himself. And then you couple that with this passage of Scripture where it's obvious Timothy has frequent stomach problems. People assume that Timothy had stomach problems due to nerves or tension and stress. Primarily, verse 23 is about medical counsel. Paul is not telling Timothy that wine is okay or wine is not okay. That's not the issue at all, and some people want to deal with it that way. But rather, what Paul is saying is you have a ministry to do, you have a responsibility. And you can't allow the way you treat your body to affect whether or not you're able or available to do your job. So he says, stop drinking water exclusively. Water back in Paul and Timothy's day was not always very clean. It was a source of bacteria, and water in some locations was more pure than water in other locations. Most of the water that they drank came directly out of the well, had no filter system at all, And so, and so you could get very, very sick just drinking water. Maybe that's all this is. Maybe Timothy wasn't that timid at all. You'd have to examine the rest of 1st and 2nd Timothy and Paul's treatment of Timothy in the book of Acts to decide for yourself whether he was or he wasn't. But Paul says here you need to use wine like medicine. This is wine. This is not grape juice. Grape juice is not going to help his stomach. It's actually the alcohol in the wine that would help detoxify, help purify, and cleanse the body of bacteria and those things that could cause a problem. So Paul doesn't tell him to start drinking wine. He says, use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. Take advantage of what God has given to naturally take care of these things. Timothy is important to Paul. He's important to those he ministers to and he can't always be down because of his stomach and his frequent ailments. This truth applies to all of us. Not the part about drinking water or wine, but the part about taking responsibility for our lives so that God can use us freely in the ministry. We are all a part of the body of Christ. We all have something to contribute to other people's lives and to the body of Christ in general. We need to take care of ourselves. And if we have the means of taking care of ourselves and we do not, then we are actually robbing the Lord and robbing the body of Christ, those around us, of our gifts and our presence in their lives. We need to do what we can to be available to minister. It matters if you show up at church. It matters if you can be there to encourage and to give and to participate in those things. We need to be available. And if we're constantly ill or constantly sick, especially in areas that we could address if we simply would, then we are robbing the body of Christ. God wants to use us, and we need to make ourselves available in every way that we can. In verse 24, Paul writes, The sins of some men are quite evident, going before them to judgment. For others, their sins follow after. Likewise also, Deeds that are good are quite evident, and those which are otherwise cannot be concealed. It may be that Paul is going back to the previous verses, where he said, be careful about laying hands on a young believer or on somebody who's not tested or tried. Because what he seems to be telling Timothy here is, you can't see everything. The sins of some men are visible. We can see them. They're overt. They're done in the presence of other people. And so there can be two or three witnesses. There can be those who can testify as to the accusations against an elder, or we can see the sins of some people that might disqualify them from ministry at the time. The sins of some men are quite evident, and they go before them in judgment. In other words, it's clear that they are going to be judged according to those sins if they do not repent. But for others, Their sins follow after. You have this tendency to think that they're fine, that they're wonderful, that they have no secret or hidden sin. You can't see anything that's glaring or obvious. But when they appear in heaven, then the Lord reveals those things that are in the darkened heart. We need to understand that God cares about visible and invisible sin, invisible to human being type of sins. We are going to be judged and those attitudes and those deeply held thoughts or or convictions, if they are sinful, they will come to light in judgment. In the same way, there are some people whose good deeds are quite visible. You can see them very easily. But there are some people whose good deeds are not seen very clearly. It doesn't mean that bad things obscure their good, but rather They live such a quiet, peaceable life that all of the good that they do is not readily apparent. This actually emphasizes the need of all of us in the body of Christ. We all are capable of doing important things in the body of Christ if we are present. We cannot see the heart doing its work. We cannot see our liver doing its work. We can see evidence of the heart doing work, but if we were not told what it was that was pumping blood through our system, or if we were not told that we had blood at all, we can't see these things from the outside of the body. They're not readily apparent. And yet, what we know from science, what we know from medical technology, is we don't go very far without a brain or a heart. We don't go very far without a liver. These things are critical, but the good that they do is not clearly or visibly evident. They're concealed. Why am I talking like this? Well, there are people in the body of Christ that are like those hidden organs. The church can't function without them, but what they do and what they provide is not visible on the surface. We know we benefit from those things, from those people but we don't really see all that they do. We don't see their prayer life. We don't see the way that they give. We don't see how they encourage and influence. We don't see the example clearly demonstrated for everyone. And yet, what they provide for the body of Christ is vital to the church's existence and success. That's the idea here. But in the same way, sin in some people is like that. We may not see overt sin, but the way they influence, the way they affect, the way they contaminate, those things are felt and experienced in the body of Christ, but we can't lay our finger necessarily on the sins themselves, or they're not overt activities. They're more hidden influences within the body of Christ. These things will be judged. The sin will be judged by God, and the good things will be rewarded by God. We are all necessary to the body of Christ, and we need to be careful how we influence the body of Christ. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for these things that we can study, that we can meditate on, that we can glean. I pray, Father, that you give us wisdom and insight and discernment regarding these things. Help us, Father, to be individuals who can be sensitive to that hidden good Or even the hidden sin in people's lives, so that we can be careful about who we approve of or how we are blessed by the lives of those who do good in our lives, even in a quiet, secretive sort of way. And Father, may we be careful to deal with the hidden sin in our heart, to not be content with what we put forward publicly, but to deal with those things that mar our relationship with you, that undergird our words and our deeds. In a sinful sort of way. Thank you, Father, for all that you teach us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.